It's ready for you, baby. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of No Stack at All, the podcast where we talk about the best music you haven't heard yet. I'm your host, Ian Compton, and with me today is my co-host, Michael Law. What's up? And producer, David Beck. What up? I believe the date is Friday, December 14th, and we are 11 days away from... Any bells? Anything? What? Uh, what? Ding dong, ding! Yeah. Christmas. Uh, no one yeah, cares. Are we? Are we? Are we, are we ex- those things. And the and the holidays. You better right. edit some yeah. fucking Come bells on. and shit in. Right yeah, there. yeah. Some, I got some, some people like yeah, menorahs say, and stuff like Christmas. that too. Yeah. Well, it's the holiday. Kwan, it's the, the we are eleven days. I said away from Christmas. It is the holiday season. Yes, but we are eleven days away from Christmas, and um, I guess. The, the bluntness of it is uh, we're a bunch of white dudes and we grew up with Christmas, so we're going to talk about yeah, Christmas we in this all grew episode. Up with the Christmas. <laughs> but that's the blunt way to say it. But this is our uh, our holiday episode. <laughs> I did quotations. Like, woo, we, holiday we, episode. We can put sleigh bells in here. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. There better be some post stuff <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I've kind of fallen out of it over the past couple of years. I'm, I'm kind of like getting back into the into it because you just really you can't be pessimistic to life and you're just gonna attract negative energies and i did that a lot in the holiday seasons and past so. I, 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 i'm personally don't like i'm not a, i'm not a christian so like christmas you have to realize where we're that's, from that's no, a, i'm that's just a saying big component i might i might not holiday. yeah i'm not i might not um i might not it's kind of like my feeling about Thanksgiving, you know, because like I, I, you know, you can't really get behind what it actually symbolizes to a lot of people. Just trying to but, eat a shit ton of food. Yeah, but it's a great family. time to see family, yeah. and I'm excited for the wholesome vibes of being with my family and stuff. So. Yeah, I've been I've been feeling that a lot more like recently at all these family functions. I like I feel like when I was like 19, 20, I was real kind of like douchey. Just show up at fucking like holiday, just stoned as right. fuck and just like hanging around. But now I'm like, I kind of want to hang out with my family because they're awesome and I don't get to see them every like like at all right like, throughout the year anymore. And I think like the early twenties uh, thing, you're kind of you know getting out of your adolescence and getting into adulthood, and you're kind of like, oh fuck the world, the world. Yeah. You guys didn't tell me the world's so horrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you're like kind of bad at your family now. It's like you know mid twenties now and whatnot. I'm like. What's up, everybody? Let's not fight. Let's yeah. just like talk about mundane shit and just eat pie. Exactly. Like this is gonna be great. Yes. Talk about memories. But and... we're, uh, we're we're bringing up all this shit because what what better way uh, than that to celebrate the holidays than to talk about our our favorite uh, aspects of it. So uh, I thought it'd be fun to talk about favorite maybe uh, Christmas movies, some maybe favorite songs, maybe if anyone has any weird ass traditions because I don't know. I feel like some people do. If anyone out there in the world knows how to play euchre, let me know. Because as soon as my family, as soon as I grow to be old, and my family sadly, pat, you know, as as the generations shed its skin, 
I will not have anyone to play euchre with anymore. So if you know how to play euchre, that's a family tradition right there. It's a card game, and it's my favorite thing. Well, ever. hey, you got to explain it, Mister exactly. Segway. No idea what. And we're in it. it. Here we are. So, tradition yeah. is what we're going with first. We're going with favorite uh, family traditions of Christmas. And ochre, ogre, euchre, euchre. It's a card game, and if you know what it is, you're not gonna explain it. I don't want to explain. It's just a card game, and if you know how to play it, hit me up because I also want to play with you. Because it's a dying breed of people who know how to play euchre, and it's sad (laughs) because it's the best. It's the best game ever. And you you only play it on December 25th. No, we play it at any holiday, and that's just. Oh, okay. It's something I'm excited for. Okay, yeah. David is excited for e- euchre. <laughs> euchre. Uh, Mikey, what what about you? Um, I have uh, my family does like standard holiday stuff, but um, over the past couple like six years, I've been dating my girlfriend Mare for a while, like going back and forth between three families now rather than just one, pretty oh, much. Yeah, yeah, a lot uh, of food. Like, yeah, a lot of food. <laughs> but like, um, over at her family's house, they do this thing called white elephant. Um, it's called Pollyanna and other like family circles and whatnot. And you, rather than buying a gift for a person and like doing a grab bag, like pretty much what every family does, you buy a gift that can be for anybody. And it's pretty much a game or a story that in, like enthralls. And you, each person gets a gift, and you can get it stolen off of you or like pass it to another person, or people trade it from each other. And I don't know, it just brings this cool aspect of like. I'm going to walk away with something that I didn't even think I was going to walk away with a gift anymore. And it's just like this cool interaction with your fa- like with this family because you, it's like my family's grown bigger over the years now rather than just hanging around with my just my standard little family. And just right? Like, oh, Who the hell are all these people? Oh, I just... Who the hell are you? <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, I got you again. I'm going to buy you this same kind of gift that I bought you like five other times because I've done... Yeah. Christmas over 20 well, times. With the white elephant, you said it's like a game. Is there a. Yeah. I don't really know how it works, but can you. Can can someone make out like big time? Like it's a game where you like. You could trade, right? No, well, well, you can trade, well, but the thing is, everybody walks away with one gift. Everybody okay. comes with. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't people have can't just yeah. like have it. Oh, yeah. like walk away with the grin. Like well, the grin. Well, just like imagine like. It's like gambling. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's a lot like gambling, and like you go to Christmas every year, you know. Oh man, am I gonna <laughs> am I gonna get the big jackpot with like fifteen presents? And Maybe like, we could start a new yeah. tradition here. Yeah, it's we like actually have a gambling yeah. party. Yeah, 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 we have gifts them. instead of yeah. anything. Else. Could you imagine there being like a bit like the, the this family has a white elephant and like the the great grandpa is really old. He like puts his will or something crazy like that's like worth a lot of money and it and he every year always gets his gift back and everyone's like oh yeah. 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 when will that old man die? <laughs> but uh, I made out like a bandit one time at a white elephant. Uh, I got this empty uh, perfume bottle that's shaped like Teddy Roosevelt. That's <laughs> and I, awesome. Yeah, and I, I use it as a doorstop and I decorate it like with a little Santa hat and for Christmas we have a little Halloween bag for Halloween. Um, what's it? What's the tradition of yours, Ian? Well, there's a few. Like, there's this one weird one my family, I remember when we would drive around. I don't know if anyone else did this and if anyone did, like, hit me up because that would be crazy but my family, we would drive around in our car and, like, throughout the whole holiday season because if we would go by uh, houses with lights on it we'd always go ooh and then the next time we'd see a house ah <laughs> and just <laughs> ooh 
ah, and it's like, how did my parents deal with that shit? But uh, the one that I, 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 I really want to talk about is I come from a family of drummers. So my grandma every year always gets some variation of like used to be VHSs and now it's DVDs of drumming drumming videos. Like uh, one year, uh, I think my uh, uncle got a uh, Terry Bozio. I got like drum solos of the the century. Uh, and uh, this shit, and like, there's always a period in Christmas up. where like the kids are all playing and everyone's doing their thing, and like all the 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 the, male, the Compton men sit down on the couch and open <laughs> their DVDs up and watch, and like everyone gets out the drumsticks, and, like <laughs> what sitting are they there on their practice <laughs> pads, <laughs> and we're all just watching these drum videos. That's like That's a weird like. Compton family thing that happens. Kind of jealous, man. You need, to, <laughs> you need to get like that. Sounds like something you need, like, like a a plat, like a fucking shrine of you know, like family of drummers. Well, like, it was really be, nice to like should be like the entrance to your home, like, and it's just like this big shrine. This is I, we should, and uh, you know, if uh, in, any of the Compton uh, clans listening, let's make that happen. And uh, you know, I think we uh, we went our, like different ways and stuff for a while but we're coming together again and this past thanksgiving we uh, we had a drum circle at my uncle's house my uncle had four drum sets uh, set up in his in his basement <laughs> that's intense man one of them that's was an electric drum set one was an old set of rogers jazz setup uh, one was a pearl and he had the whole whole setup and then one was this black set that was just huge and had double bass drum and it was <laughs> it was really fun and then you know not to uh, jump from that conversation too quickly but uh, another family uh tradition which i think a lot of people have and this segues into our favorite christmas movies but on the tv every christmas christmas stories gotta yes. be playing 24 yes. 7 i know dude and I, i'm you know, sick of it but it has I, to be playing <laughs> i hope i hope there doesn't i honestly hope that one day there there doesn't come a day where they, tbs stops doing that or they because, switch at the movie they're yeah. like hey now you guys want 24 hours of elf no that's that's what i always think they're gonna end up doing like 10 years from now it's not gonna be christmas story anymore it's probably Gonna be elf. It's definitely going to it's be gonna elf. It's going to be all of the like, other reindeer just 24-7. <laughs> Why? It's just going to be jingle all the way 12 yeah. times. Put the cookie down. <laughs> well, I, hope, I just Give hope me that, that toy. I think it's come to a point where TBS probably understands like that it probably me- it means a lot to a lot of people that Christmas stories playing every Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, there's, I don't think they're going to change that shit up. But maybe I hope not. I guess you know what my favorite part of that movie is. It's so subtle, and it's partially because my my aunt Nenny uh, said it was her favorite part of the movie. But when uh, Ralphie's getting into the fight and he's just beating that kid up, and his friend like his mom comes and his friends in the crowd, he goes, "Ralphie, your mother, your mother." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that shit's so fucking funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, I man, but again, I I would say that's probably my favorite Christmas movie too. The kid who licked the uh, pole. Is uh, he does porn now? What? Oh, man. <laughs> how do you know, first of all? How do you know that? Did you stumble upon this actor by no <laughs> shame? No shame. I'm that kind of person that wakes up in the morning and like grog, gets Wikipedia. on his phone and just no, just clickbait articles get me. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. List of like, where are they now? So yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's I brought okay. that up. I no. can't resist. I, I feel like I learned something today. Hey, hey, it's a, you know, I don't think that movie's not like a kids movie very much though. You know, it's 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 probably what is it? PG-13? That'd probably. probably be a PG-13. I don't also, know. Jim Carrey Grinch is not a kids movie. Jim Carrey Grinch is also a fantastic one. That's really a great is. movie. They should make the documentary about his performance of that one. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> beyond. He's possessed yeah. in that freaking thing. Yeah. But uh you got a you got a favorite Christmas movie, Mike? 
I'm trying to think of one. I kn- or the holiday one, The movie. one that comes to mind the most is that claymation uh, Rudolph the Red yes. Reindeer movie. Dude, you guys literally. I like, love that yeah, movie. Yeah, you guys are literally like on the same exact. I know we experience Christmas yeah, the same if it's, well, by just what see, we yeah, said. Exactly. Okay, well, yeah. all right, Rudolph is that's dad, that's great. But if yeah. I got to go claymation, Year Without a Santa Claus is my favorite. Heat Miser and Snow Miser. I've seen that uh, actually. I have all good. the classics on DVD. We can have a day. Oh, we that's, have that's we have, uh, we have friends um, holidays coming. Yeah, up. We yeah. Should, we can we watch it. Do that. You, no. you, Santa I, Claus is coming to town. Year Without a Santa Claus, Nestor, the Long Eared Donkey, uh, uh, Rudolph. Uh, saves New Year's and all that. Well, crap. no, you know what sucks though. I don't like the second Rudolph, the second animated one. I don't know which one it is, but he, it's not. You don't like good. when he saves Baby New Year and all the weirdness. Nah, the is it? Wait, is Frosty in it too? Is Frosty? No, that's in like the new July one. That's a horrible one. Yeah, that that's one's horrible. fucking terrible. terrible. But yeah. the original Rudolph the Redneck, my dad, terrible. My dad <laughs> loves the original Rudolph. Oh, it's great. He, What's he that? Cornelius. Uh, oh, let me get this. Uh, Wobbly blah 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 blah. blah. The yep. guy who was hunting the freaking abominable snowman. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, no, the s- Cornelius. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Yeah, he's a miner. Yeah. My um, dad always quotes was, the little I, elf. The little elf. He wants uh, to be a dentist. Just, uh, he looks just like, like Dilly K. Or uh, what does he say? <laughs> my dad quotes all the time. He's like, oh, having a little trouble with my work, I guess. My dad literally <laughs> says that all the time. Uh, he loves that quote in that movie. So. Uh, Matt Nyman does a great, uh, well, I'm from the island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> <laughs> that voice. He does it great. Oh, um, well, what's the na- the the next Oh no! Yo, you want to talk about the best Christmas movie? Because we haven't talked about it. The best Christmas movie is definitely uh, Christmas Vacation. See, I've never when I that's every scene is iconic. It's like just each each scene is. It's like it's great. It's it's great on its own. It's so funny. Completely, but I have a hard time staying awake from movies. Let alone, Um, I've I've watched that movie probably. Ten times every Christmas for, but but that's the thing. I, I always fall asleep to it too. But wherever you pick up, it's a laugh. I, wherever I you pick up, it's yeah, like Christmas I story. Agree. I guess. I think I just missed the boat on that. My family, oh, it wasn't so in my. Because that's one of those things. Like, did you watch that when you were? Like no, a kid? I got it. As I, I I watched it. Honestly, the first year we moved to New York, we watched it, Laurel yeah. and I. And I was watching, and I was like, I get why people love this so much. This yeah. is he, and it, you should watch it as Clark Griswold is the villain. <laughs> to his neighbors because if you think about it they've done nothing to him besides be a little pretentious and yeah. he just wrecks their life for the entirety of this movie <laughs> just destroys good. their life yeah. but uh, the next segment in this Christmas talk was going to be our favorite Christmas songs David if you wanted to uh, hit that off at all uh, if you I, had a I favorite that, holiday song uh, that you uh, you hear I think Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is probably my favorite the one that gets me. That's the which one that gets Home Alone me is a great Christmas movie. People don't ever think about. Yeah, I, again, time. I missed the boat on that too. What? Yeah, yeah. But rock, you too. Rocking what? around the era. Rock, you know, he's dancing I, with Michael. I, I jo- mean, I cut out of Michael Jordan. <laughs> my my grandparents oh, used to have one of those dancing Santas that we literally oh. just played. Creepy. Like every time you walk past it, it would just turn on and sing "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree," and it used to flip like. I used to believe in ghosts when I was a little kid a lot, and it freaked me out in the basement. I think it's because I watched too much Ghost Hunters growing up, but mm. I little <laughs> shit like that, like things turning on at my grandparents' house. I'm like, 
it scarred me for life. But Yo, what, yeah. I feel you, man. I had a period of time where, like, I was convinced any time I opened my my toilet seat up, there'd be a head floating in it. Oh my! That God. was a weird time. That's even more scary. Dude, when I was a little kid, I used like I would lay in bed and wake up in the morning and not want to move because I had this thought that there was someone standing over me with a knife over top of my bed. So I literally wouldn't move. I, that's freaking. Isn't that, that weird? happened to me every once in a while <laughs> no, too? Yeah, was, no, I know. Was, yeah. When I was eight, I'd wake. We up. We got weird imaginations, us yeah. kids. I'd wake up in the morning and not want to move because I thought someone was standing over. Or me you ever experienced um? I don't experience it anymore, so that's why I associate it with being a child. But you, be an adult and have it, but sleep paralysis where you oh, can't. Be, I would experience it. that as a kid, and so I could. I wouldn't breathe too, though. So like, I couldn't move, and I wouldn't breathe, and then like somehow I would like gasp and get myself out of it. But dude, oh, sometimes just, dreams are not. We could. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah, yeah. Whole nother we'll episode. have to have we'll have to have yeah. David McCandless on that. Shout oh, out yeah, Andalusia. Yeah. Some of the some of the dreams that I've had are. Again, but is it really? I mean, that I don't and you probably don't want to hear. Well, that. I have. I don't. We'll do have that. a dreams. Yeah, we'll have a dream, dream episode. episode. I'll talk about my sleepwalking when I was a child. That I, was creepy. I had a, I had two reoccurring <laughs> dreams that were really weird as a kid. So this will be a, that would definitely be a good episode. Cool. Oh yeah, but uh, hey, what? Yeah, Ian, my what, my song. Your, yeah, well, first off, can I sing you the song I wrote today at work. Go so ahead. I work I work outside. You know, it's 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 pretty cold. I went. I I walk up to my boss Josh and my coworker Charlie, who's this deadhead dude. He's awesome. Charlie's amazing. <laughs> I go, hey, you want to hear my new Christmas song? I went, it's beginning to look a lot like fuck this. <laughs> you know what's really fucking weird, dude? What? Did you did you hear that from Nikki T? Nikki T literally at work at Dairy Queen. We're, we're uh, he may, maybe it was a subcon. Maybe he said uh, it and it was in my brain. Damn. Yeah, no, no. I but that again though, you could have just came up with that because I no, mean, I might have heard Nikki. I I might have. I think I think Nikki said it last practice. Yeah. Yes, I remember we we were. Yeah, yeah, Shit. I remember. I, I thought think. we just unraveled some huge coincidence because we were oh, we were closing at work and he's yeah we start he was we were closing at work and he sang that and was it's, like it really is it's yeah. it's, 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 it's shitty. Yeah, what's your, what's your favorite Christmas? Oh, uh, my favorite Christmas song always has been uh, uh, Paul McCartney simply having a wonderful really? Christmas time. Oh I love it man, so much. I, I it agree. gets black. Okay, no, does. here's the thing. I hate Christmas music completely, and I know that that is the most hated Christmas song of all time. And I love the synth sound in that that it's, freaking thing. The synth sounds it's so good, amazing. So happy. It's, Paul's just having fun. I'm pretty fun. sure it's a CS80, and it's one of the amazing. most beautiful synth sounds you could possibly ever have. And screw anybody for hating that synth the, sound. And also, yeah, you haven't lived course, in the '80s for long. Enough. The chorus melody is very fucking good. You can tell Paul McCartney wrote it because mm-hmm. of just the level of like nonchalant it yeah. seems. It seems like he just like spits it out, but it's still That's fucking good. That's enough. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. It makes me so happy. And then another one that I feel like uh, people don't really know about, and I like to bring light all the time, is uh, "Father Christmas" by the Kinks. Father Christmas. Oh, that one's an amazing song. Give us some money. <laughs> I don't even think of it as prog a Christmas rock song. Save my life, man. Oh, the Kinks man. are not prog. Oh, I know. <laughs> Oh, put the Not brakes on! No, for, for a rock and roll history yeah, segment, the, the rock and roll one, of course. Last episode, a band, though. a band freaking uh, described writing as being uh, being in a band as an, being at an AA meeting, and then we freaking say <laughs> the Kinks are prog rock. This episode is some wacky shit happening on this podcast. I don't know what to think about it. I'm not okay. I'm not trying to say they're the prog rock, but it's just. You're from a family of drummers, man. Of course, the Kinks is your favorite. Fucking don't mess Christmas. around with those like, silly toys. I'm sure. Uh, who I actually don't know any of like the like, Kinks are some of my equipment heroes because they discovered 
well, they didn't discover it, but they discovered putting holes inside of speakers and turning it up real loud. You get a distorted really? sound. So before distortion pedals, they're that they're famous for that. Honestly, <laughs> I know you're like thinking, oh, Ian's all like oh, jazzed out about that things <laughs> over here, but like I, I don't really don't know. I know like la 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 la, la. she likes that cherry cola, <laughs> but like I that's the only song I, I but apparently they're a fantastic band they have influenced a lot of people like uh shout out nathan steitler a good friend of mine who's a musician down in nashville he always uh praises the kinks and i i have yet to uh dive into them oh they're they're in a band that you can come to and be uh, it they've influenced so many people that if you just go through their just uh, the i forget the name of a lot of the records it sucks because i listened to them when i was like at the house before this when I actually had a vinyl set up. Mm. And it's just like, I know every time I throw on a record like that, it kind of brings me back to a kid. I'm like, oh, this is a reason why I play this music that I do now <laughs> because I have all these songs like freaking in my subconscious. Mm. I got you, yeah. I got you. They're one of those bands. But uh, I hope uh, the listeners out there enjoy... Uh, the holiday season or uh, Christmas as much as it seems as we do, even though I've been pretty pessimistic about it uh, over the past year. I think the one thing that got me back into it was living in um, New York and working in the East Village, and then all the upstate tree farmers come in during the holiday season to set up all their little tree farms, and it just smells so good, and they have lights, and there's just like the lumberjack-looking dudes <laughs> who are just like waiting for people to buy trees, and uh, it can be a real special time to see family and uh, see friends. And I, I, it always brought, you know, when I was living in New York, it brought me back, you know, the holidays brought me back home with everyone. And I remember going to the art center one time for this freaking improv night thing. And uh, none of my friends had seen me yet. And I, they were going up to do a bit. And, I hadn't, and I'm just standing in the back and David and Nikki see me. And we just get this huge moment. And the holidays can be a real special time. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. But we're going to get into the music portion of this podcast now. But before that, I think we have a, a little commercial break to get into. And David looks like he wants to say something about Christmas. No. David, what do you want to say about Christmas, David? No, Tell the not. people what you... I have nothing. <laughs> As a matter of fact, all of us here at No Static at All and Sweet Static have something to say about Christmas and the holidays. And that is that we hope that you have a happy holiday. And please keep in touch at SweetStatic.com. And please keep listening because we love when there are ears that are listening. Happy holidays. All right, we're back. And we're heading to New York City, preferably Brooklyn. Uh, for these artists We're going to be talking about some new music uh, The first band we're going to talk about was voted Hardest working band I don't even remember the website that said it But they were the hardest working band in Brooklyn They played 48 local shows uh, last year in 2017 uh, They released uh, their new album at Middle Distance On uh, October 19th on Existential uh, Recordings That band is called Big Bliss And the uh, track we're going to be talking about today Is second track off that album called Fortune uh, Great guitars Three piece, they got some cool stuff going on. Check it out. What do you think, Mike? 
love it actually, man. It's kind of like a Strokes vibe, but a little bit more washed out. Right, yeah. yeah. Like like that dark wave sound yeah, we were talking about outside that, earlier. Exactly, man. I don't know. There's something about shimmering guitars and just like the drowned out, like droney vocals that carries me away like into this place where it just like i can listen to whole albums like that and it just for that i put music like this on and i finish a crap ton of work in my basement everything i really need to do oh get energetic yeah, and shit, right yeah. for me like this kind of stuff pumps me up i don't know i love getting work done to stuff like this because it just literally like i said before it carries you away into this place where it's kind of like this little meditation yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, uh, for I think this is for fans of uh, that like new wave uh, '80s sound, that the uh, dream pop nowadays, a uh, dark yeah. wave. Uh, if you're into releases from like uh, bands like Flasher that came out this year, or Bodega, who we talked about on the podcast not too long ago, or Woolen Men, yeah. uh, it's got that like, post punky '80s yeah. vibe to it. Uh, yeah, the song's really cool. And brother uh, drummer and uh, guitarist vocalist and a uh, female bassist power trio so much to love with big bliss big bliss and uh fun uh note about all these bands we're talking about they've all come through pittsburgh in the last month and have played a different local show on different weeks and stuff but i thought that was interesting but we're talking about uh who is this oh pill dream magazine what a name right pill (laughs) dream magazine you sent me a message i'm like he wants me to look up a magazine article? No, <laughs> I want you to listen to uh, the album Modern Metaphysic that came out uh, the 5th of October. Uh, that's off of Slumberland Recordings. Uh, yeah, it's real nice, like, early 90s, uh, psychedelic, like, alt kind of stuff. You know, definitely influenced by the Velvet Underground. Again, I think it's a three-piece. And, uh, yeah, check out Pill Dream Magazine. The song we're listening to is the fifth track, uh, Anna Rourke, I think. I thought you'd really like this one, David. You know, and you really guessed that right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, I just like that. Just the the intricate, just, there's nothing straightforward about it. No, the not drum, at all. The drums are just like, like thumping, but just like kind of slapping. They're just mm-hmm. like, bop, 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 bop. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, it's droney. And, it yeah, but me moving. Of placebo. Do you remember the band Placebo? Not at all. Oh, wow. It's, ah, that's like a, uh, it's like, wow, uh, that's hard to describe. <laughs> Man, I wish people could have saw your reaction. It sounds sort of like this. Yeah, my, just, I turned into an orange pretty much in my face. Yeah, one thing <laughs> I will say, though, is I want, this is one, I really like this song a lot, and I think I should give the album a, a, a listen because the the sound of this, if this is the album consistently kind of like dynamic like this or. Pretty much, yeah, there's a, the second, or th- the second track, Art Rock, I believe it's called, or Art Talk, maybe. Uh, it just builds and drones the whole time. Uh, it's really cool. Or, like, uh, Q Velocity, the first song. is just, It's very, like, lo-fi, very, um, you could tell it was, like, done in, like, analog tape in a bedroom or, you know, maybe a, an, uh, a studio. But very uh, just droney and minimal. And, uh, yeah, 
uh, I really like it too. It, and they have a song called "Living Room" on the album. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, a little wow. cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's one of those things that they do have a very specific sound, and mm-hmm. I would love to listen to the album to see where they take the whole, the format of an album. Oh, uh, the song Shenandoah is really cool. It's real spacey, and that's another thing. Yeah, it's, it's real spacey vibe. This uh, does this it, album does and like a, a lot of keys and the his vocals are, are very like. Uh, low and kind of meld in, meld into like the synths sometimes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Is the uh, <clears throat> is the overall style like? Do they do they change it up a lot? Do they? Is it well, it, it it has stuff, like, like you know? the same theme and stuff. You know, it's so a it's sonic like ness to it. A, a little bit, but it, it's nice. It's like you enter a world, but and it also has like different things. Like there's one song where it's just a cut up a bunch of all these different like sound bites of people talking and stuff, and it almost gives you like a lo-fi like hip hop kind of feel, like Earl That's Sweatshirt right. or like, MF Doom, oh, like a sampled like kind of yeah, song? like a sampled song, yeah. But it has like a a thing going on behind it, but it has all these different like hmm. people talking. That's right. Very That's rad. rad. Yeah, Pilgrim yeah. Magazine, and like I said, like they just played. Uh, oh, I don't know where they played, um, but. They were just. I in think Pittsburgh. Big List was at Rock Room. Uh, the next band we're talking about, Stove, played with uh, the Zells, our buddies. Uh, oh, nice. Somewhere, okay. I think someone played. I think Pilgrim might have been at Howlers, but I they thought have it was a cool really name interesting. Too. It's as a nice right? ring to yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pilgrim Magazine. Magazine. Yeah, I think I have awesome. the reason behind it. It's a. Uh, oh, did I not write it down? I think uh, I think Pill is a name of an author or something that the uh, the guy from the band likes. Nice. That's rad as shit. Yeah, it is. But let's get into the next band, which is also from New York, but might be from Newton, uh, Newtown, uh, Connecticut, because uh, I saw that written somewhere. But anyway, we're talking about Stove, who just released uh, their new album, S- Favorite Friend. So Stove's Favorite Friend uh, on Halloween this year. Uh, they're off of that's off of Exploding in Sound Records, and uh, the th- song we're going to listen to right now is track Three Stiff Bones, which is a nice guitar-driven track and. Um, Indie rock at its finest. Check it out. Fuzzy guitars, kind of like guitar rock, kind of stuff. What do you think, Mike? Kind of shoegazy. Mm-hmm. Here, I, wait. I well, would I'm consider it kind of grungy, even though we just had a conversation <laughs> outside about this, man. <laughs> I have, I have like a love with a, like a grungy kind of sound, but that chorus seemed like it was about to pop the fuck off. That yeah, man. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. actually, can you bring back it back up the because the, gu- back the guitar line is the best. Yeah, let's best try it. Part. Let's bring it in. God damn, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah that's man. rad. So I'm happy we, I'm a, I'm happy we brought that back. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a dingleberry, and I didn't write down... You're a dingleberry? I'm a dingleberry, because I didn't write down the guy's name from the band, but he also fronts Ovlov, if you ever heard of them, which they've had a split with uh, Little Big League back in the day. Who, uh, oh, that's cool. And um, they have a new album that came out this year, too. So uh, they're making waves in the scene. And Stove is kind of like his project to not 
be so just like driving and whatnot can explore with more melodic tones and yeah. whatnot. And, and it's a band itself too. Yeah. And they're on the same record label. You know, both bands. I find that interesting. Rocking man. Very, very, very cool. Very cool band. Oh yeah. From Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. So yeah, check out Stove or Avlov, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, interesting thing about all these bands, you can find uh, their music at their respective uh, uh, record labels, uh, band camps, not their own band camps. So uh, with Big Bliss, just go to uh, Existential band, uh, Records band, Recordings Band Camps or just Google Big Bliss. You're going to find it. <laughs> uh, Pale Dream Magazine is Slumberland uh, Recordings Band Camp and Stoves is uh, Exploding in Sounds Band Camp. But now is the time that we get into who we're uh, interviewing this episode, which is, and I'm going to butcher his last name and I apologize, but uh, Zach... Shiavada, I believe, or whatnot. Yeah, but he goes by Zach. Period. Right? Zach. Period. Yeah, yeah. like Just on, Zach. on websites uh, like Facebook and stuff. Uh, Zach's Music Box, uh, a nice uh, indie acoustic uh, singer songwriter who I had the pleasure of playing with in New York one time at a loft with Nick Bloom, and also uh, came down and did a little blue session with us in Butler one time, and Lem played with and. Uh, he is releasing a new album, uh, I believe it's third uh, full length, uh, The Archmedian Point, which I looked this up. The Archmedian Point means a hypothetical vantage point from which an observer can objectively perceive the the uh, object of inquiry. And like the... the, the like the, an Archimedes curve. I guess, yeah. Like if I could, uh, <laughs> if I could have a big enough lever and a place to stand, I could move the earth. Is kind of like the theory, but that's the album, and it's like fifteen or no, like eighteen tracks long, I believe. Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen tracks mm-hmm. long, very long, and it's coming out on Christmas Day, so we're premiering some stuff for the first time. And uh, right now, I think we have a little ditty called "A Thing," playing uh, around. Thing. Yeah, let's listen to it. Let's listen. little acoustic like interlude track on the uh, album what do you think mike oh nothing like an acoustic track to touch you in the feels <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like uh it has like a very minimal vibe but it also has like a slightly deconstructed like microphones vibe you know almost oh, like, definitely you know like the layering of acoustic guitars as i was hearing in some of the tracks i was listening to and uh that one is nice because it's just it's kind of like just really minimal. I, I appreciate that track because the same for the same reason that I appreciate like Nick Drake's Pink Moon, the finger picking guitar. Well, yeah, and just like letting the guitar thing. sing kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know, letting the melody be driven by just a guitar and a guitar by itself. And mm-hmm. just I like imagine. Honestly, I really like the when when a guitar takes the melody because it leaves all that negative space to consider like what you could orchestrate beyond mm-hmm. that and yeah. it lets your imagination take it where you would like that's the one thing i love about pink moon is mm-hmm. the fact that <clears throat> you sit there and you listen to the composition of his guitar playing and you think what if this was like his albums before where he has the full like win- woodwinds and strings right. and stuff and um i like when a guitar just sits alone sometimes and 
drive Well, it's like the uh, the beauty of Daniel Johnston, which Zach reminds me a lot of, is you hear like the the songs that could be from these little basement recordings that Daniel would just make copies live of all his tapes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get that because this is all self-recorded by Zach, and Zach's definitely a DIY awesome. artist. Uh, we talked about that in the interview and uh, playing in New York and the new album and stuff and, you know, getting through, like, anxieties and stuff as a, a DIY artist and all that stuff. Yeah, that's all we are here, man. DIY or die. DIY or die. <laughs> and, that, you know, that's uh, that's why, you know, I saw him post online and needed a show to play. We, we hooked up a little blue session. It was a fun time. I believe it was Lem, Zach, and, oh, Birth rates played, and that yeah. was the uh, the second. The first, well, yeah, the well, second. Technically, the second uh, little blue that we ever released, which is really special, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was a special time. Yeah, and a lot like the Daniel Johnson thing you were saying, he he has a lot of personality. He has a very interesting oh, personality, yes, yes. interesting words. He has interesting things that he has to say. Yeah, and it comes out in the interview, definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah, enjoy this interview with Zach. Uh, I know I did. So let's talk business. Let's talk business. <laughs> so, uh, you just go with Zach? That's yeah, the, that's what's going on. Yeah, Z A C K period. But to find you online is Zach's Music Box. Zach's Music Box. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, How long have you been doing this idea of music or this project? This. I wouldn't call it a project. It really, is just it's just your songs, right? Yeah, right? like I wouldn't call it a project because it. It assumes that like all these songs are completely separate from my life. Like Ooh. it's it's just it's not a project. Just this is a, it just it's, is. It's, it's it's it it's Zach is just a way to make it a little bit easier for people to like mm. yeah ring the name and all that you know because mm-hmm. if people were to be because if people would be more like, susceptible to, like, be like, oh, yeah, you heard Zach Daniel Shabetta's music? Then I would have, then I would have gone by, like, my full name, but that's, that's not, that's not how, like, marketing works, you know? You gotta be clean, you gotta be, and so, like, like, the, the Zach thing is, like, just, just, it's not a project, it's just, it's just me, you know? <laughs> I get it. Oh, wow, I just, I, I completely side-railed your, your, your question, I'm sorry. I've been playing music since like 2012. Okay. Um, yeah, 2012. Like I started writing in like 2011. My first band was was like a high school band that was very bad. Um, and then 2013, I started like playing like my own songs and like mm-hmm. writing my own material. <clears throat> and um, yeah. So yeah, I've been doing it since like 2012. Cool, 2012. Um, that's why you said 2013. 2013 is kind of when I had a resurgence of doing music again. Mm-hmm. I had had a band before then, but it kind of like fell apart high school. And then 
got back together in 2013 was like a recorded drum strip with that. That's still unreleased and stuff. Uh -huh. I like what to see it? where, like, the more I travel and meet people, like, where they were, where mm -hmm. I was. And, like, if they ever, like, would talk about music or say, like, where they were at during 2013 or 2014, mm -hmm. it's very interesting to me because I was, like, sad as shit in 2014. So when anyone ever talk about 2014, it just right. interests me. <laughs> oh, man, PTSD, I don't want to talk about that. Uh -huh. okay, so... Does your is your band rotating? Uh, members like the or? backing group? Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. Like it's like really like, really like it's not set on like a particular group of people. It's just really like, whatever like my friend, whoever friends are like down to like play a show with me or two. Like, cool. Um, I guess I'm not very like, cause like, the backing band idea is like. Apparently people want to see that, and I'm and like, well, I mean, if you want to see it, then I'll try. So, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I was really interested to see it, but no. another time. Another time. Another time. I'll make it a point. I'll make it a point to, to, to bring my buds here. Well, it's all a, it's a different vibe. Accused solo or full band, and I think what's cool about music is it's all an experience. So you can look mm -hmm. at it that way. It's not like people want to be like, you're just, you can experience it a different way. Mm -hmm. like, vibe out to the songs in a different mm -hmm. way. Yeah. And if anything else, like, you know, if anything else, you know, you get to, you get to go to some weirdo place you've never been to and listen to some nice music and then gets, get paid money. Although the amount of money uh is isn't like big because like you're playing with like college kids and all that so, like it really is all about the, it really is all about the experience right now yes i feel like <laughs> <laughs> right now it's all about the experience that, it's all about breaking that, even baby <laughs> and that that dim light up ahead that says maybe <laughs> <laughs> exactly if you keep keep going yeah exactly <laughs> But, I mean, whoever thought you would be in Butler, Pennsylvania, right? Whoever thought you did. <laughs> yes, I did. I went, you know what? He's going there. Yeah. <laughs> you, hey, man, you, you, you said, hey, I can help you. I'm like, thank you. I need something to do during the winter break when, when school is off. So. <laughs> oh, I can't. I never had the experience of having school off of school because I've been off of school for a while. But Good I can't wait you. to start touring. I can't wait. I've only done like a few dates here and there, uh, out of state. So. How how long is this particular tour that you're thinking of? Well, uh, the the String Machiners and I are want to do a week tour. Oh, we around. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We got connections here and there, Athens. Um, Georgia. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we're actually playing with. I don't know when this is gonna air, but uh, this day, next week, we're playing. This with is a Mike. plug, everybody. We're playing with Mighty um, at a house down in Oakland. Mighty is a friend band down in Athens. Mm -hmm. So they're our friend band down there. And then, um, oh, Ohio's always been good to us. We want to, Michigan has a good music scene. Um, New Jersey, I want to go to Brooklyn, but the gang's afraid to yeah. <laughs> drive up there. But we'll get there event eventually. I'm thinking about maybe just doing like one day, like just we're, we're gonna make it a banger show. We're going up to Brooklyn, and then we're gonna have a couple of days to just chill up there. Like awesome. Maybe, yeah, but awesome. We'll see. I want to get to the West Coast eventually. Likewise. Likewise. <laughs> uh, How far have you gone yet? How far have I gone? Yeah. I think this is the farthest I've gone. 
No? Okay. Yeah. I don't I'm I, I live a hermetic existence. To me it's like I feel like DC is so much farther south, but it's not at all. It's like south but it's like I don't know, it's, it's way closer to New York. It's stuff. south of, it I think what you're trying to it get tell me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're trying to articulate is that Washington DC, the nation's capital, um, is like it's south of the Mason-Dixon line. It's technically, culturally, politically... It's technically, like... It should be, culturally speaking, like, the South. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, um... But it isn't. You, mm-hmm. Is that what I'm trying to... Is that, yeah. And I always... I picture it in the map differently, too, than yeah. it is and stuff. It's... That's a... That's I've a never big, been... You never been to Washington D.C. No, we. I have some friends who go to American down there, and I. I got accepted to American, and I didn't go. <laughs> uh, I had one friend who parted way too much, but mm-hmm. has a really good job now, so it's all good. But yeah. like, parted way too much and had to go to a different school. Then I had one friend who just got accepted there for his master's. So awesome! And is having a great time. Yeah, so. no, I'm thinking of reapplying there for like a master's or like a PhD or something. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I gotta get to D.C. eventually. You, That's on the list for the tours to go to D.C. H-H-M-U. I know people. Will do. Thank you. So you're touring. Tell, let's talk about that. So you went, you, you're you here. You're at, in D.C. And then did you play... Played in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, the other side of the state. It's a long state, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. It's it's as long as a pencil. Oh, that was a bad I was trying to make a joke right there. But I it saw. Just, it fell apart like There's most humor things. In that. Yeah, I guess my humor is like I try too hard to be funny. It's really terrible. You know that. You saw that. Like tonight. Oh, see, to me, it's all. To me, that is the the thing. I'm with it. I'm a huge Andy Kaufman fan, so like I just go with it, man. I love. I, Humors and everything. Whatever you think's a gag is a gag, mm-hmm. and if it's not a gag, well then that was the gag too. Yeah. And that's the that's no like like the <laughs> most like I I laugh at the most absurdest things. So like for instance, um, <laughs> uh, like like for instance when I was driving up mm-hmm. here, like you know the green signs are like oh Pittsburgh is yeah. X miles away. But, uh, I saw a sign about for New Kensington, and the N was kind of like removed partially. I just. Mm-hmm. New Kensington. <laughs> oh, and, and 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 I laughed for like five minutes, which um, tells you that I, I really need to talk to more people. <laughs> hey, that's why you got a tour. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the few forms of social interaction that I do. You know, no so. school. You know, you gotta get social interaction in school. I mean. Do Despite have a, the online classes, I, of course. Yeah, I mean, other than like the office hours, and like I'm really active in my classrooms. But I'm in the classrooms and like the office hours and like the occasional like talking with you know like three or three or four people at school. Like mm-hmm. not really. I keep to myself. Yeah. Um, you know. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I always wish I could keep to myself more because I would be a lot more productive. Mm. But I got a cool crew of people around me that yeah. need to. Um, actually, so freshman year, I went to CUNY Baruch, City University of New York at Baruch College. It's a business mm-hmm. school in Manhattan. Okay. I'm actually much more productive at SUNY Purchase than I am 
at Baruch. Maybe it's because of the fact that it's purchased New York. It's bumblefuck New York. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing new. And as such, what else do you do but, like, play the guitar a little more and, like, maybe record some stuff? And then mm -hmm. now, like, I, I'm pretty sure I've been, I've been more productive than I have been, at least in terms of, like, music. Mm-hmm. In, like, the past, I don't know, like, two years or something, I don't know. Are you sitting on anything? Am I sitting on anything? Music? This beautiful love seat I'm sitting on. Of course. Love seat and a chair for only twenty dollars. <sighs> that's that's awesome. Such a good deal. Yeah, that's crazy. Um I just got done with a third LP. Ooh. It's like nineteen songs. Beautiful. Of, of like pure I don't know. Accessible melodic rock pop most of the songs i played tonight were from that from, really were from that record you know that yeah. makes sense because i was going through your band camp stuff trying to like pick out anything i could remember from when we played together in new york mm -hmm. and I, there wasn't i couldn't really like pick out anything but like yeah. tonight like i was like, there's some uh, yeah so. yeah 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 like the two two of the <coughs> there's like three songs that that are actually on that band camp that I played tonight. That was Sorry Dude, Sticky Situation, and uh, Not So Sure. Mm. And, yeah, just, I don't know. Like, I, I like playing the new stuff because it's just, it's more fresh to me. Mm -hmm. um, that and also, like, I'm not, I don't have, quote-unquote, clout or something that, mm -hmm. like, people start yelling out, do this song, do that song. Not yet, at least, so. No. Yeah, no, I'm sitting on, like, a third LP, uh, um, That's cool. looking for a label to release it. I think I got one, one label or two interested in it, and I'm gonna see. It'll, it'll absolutely be out. It, it, I'll make it a point to have it out, like, at least, like, at least before, like, the summer starts. Yeah? Yeah. That's the same thing with, I've, I've told myself my album, which I haven't even started recording, We'll be out in April. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just wanted to be in like the springtime, summer, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. It's good. I think it's good to have like a semi deadline. Just yeah, like that time would be cool. Well, for this, well, for this particular one, um, it's just been. I've been working on it since July 2016, and I got it, and I got it done like, like two or three days before New Year's, mm. and so. Ugh. <laughs> the process yeah it's not so much like the pro it's not so much of like me like saying this is a bad song do a new one this is a bad song do a new one. it's just like i was transferring schools and like that yeah put that takes everything out of whack and mm -hmm. i like family stuff and, mm -hmm. and it's just it's 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 just like life stuff is why it, it took that long but whatever exactly Mm -hmm. Exactly, I feel you. Not Life so much, really does get in the way. Not not so much creativity, musical stuff as as much as like just life, you know. Yeah, you you, you you get to the daily grind, or you get a. I just I'll find myself four days and be like, well, I haven't played I haven't played music in four days. Mm -hmm. I've just been living like mm -hmm. doing crap like. Whoa, and then I'll just sit down and lose myself in the guitar yeah. for like two hours, come out with maybe a song or an idea or two. Do, but... do, 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 you, um, 
do you make it a point to like write as much music as you can or you just do it as as the muse comes uh, like like I'll, like lately i've been getting better mm-hmm. or like better but it's like easier i guess at like mm-hmm. writing songs and everything yeah and um i try to write as much as i can I've never been like that, just like, go down or mm-hmm. write. It's like, I really have to be inspired. Because I was a drummer and, like, and mm-hmm. like trumpet and other shit and other bands. I never wrote my own songs. So that's why, like, it's a very weird. I have a, I have a lot of, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, high expectations on myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> for me, like, I try and write as much as I can. I mean, like. I don't know, I, just, I have, like, an idea, like, I have an idea for, like, a new song, like, every, like, it seems to me, at least, like, every, like, two hours and stuff. It's pretty bad. Um, I have friends like that. David McCandless, the one that dude's taking pictures mm-hmm. tonight, he does electronic music, and he, I'll go hang out with him, he's like, dude, I made a new album. Like, hell, you gonna release it? Yeah, no, like, no, like, I already, like, on my phone, like, I already have, you know, the little memo thing, like, mm-hmm. I record, like, small drafts, basically. Oh. Phone? Phone is my favorite way to record. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of drafts and like, mm-hmm. I now have enough drafts to like record like another record. That's awesome. Yeah, um, another record like maybe an EP or two and all that. Um, I've been thinking, you know, do I go the? My heart tells me make make the full length, do the thing you've always wanted to do, but then the other part of me is like. You got two EPs. Yeah. You know? Uh, or I, freaking four if you spin it that way. I, I, the EP thing is just like, I don't, I don't really dig it. I mean, like, I know why it's there because, you know, if you put out four songs, you know, everyone's going to be like, I want more, I want more, I want more. Yeah. And that's the marketing thing. And I understand that. And that's why I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably put another one out. But, like, if I lived in a perfect world, like, everything would be full-length albums. Ah, right. Because I, some people, they like listening to, like, their Frankie Cosmos, like, 35-second, like, songs on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. I love, like, like, just give me, like, a 20-song album and let me just slowly but surely digest it. Yep. You know? Give me, give me some time to, like, gnaw at it. And like I love the, I love the uh, the artistry in albums because like even those like short ones like the thirty minute album or like the eight song like like a fifteen minute album like take me on an experience I just I am all for the journey that's why mm-hmm. like with like it's taken me so long to make my album because I wanted to flow I wanted to like you just you lo- you just you're lost in it mm-hmm. yeah um, regarding like getting lost in your record mm-hmm. I really only feel that once the record is done really during 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 like during like me writing during like when I'm writing songs I'm like okay this is a song I'm writing it I really don't know what it's gonna be about until like until like I get done writing the lyrics I get done writing the corporations and I start looking at the words and start like you know mm-hmm. etching it out then I'll know what the song is about. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the next song, too. Then I go to the next song. Then I go to the next song. And then eventually, you know, mm-hmm. I got enough songs to constitute a record, a, an LP. And then when I get it all recorded and I put them on the iTunes library for me to listen 
Yes, I know. I'm like one of the, I'm like one of ten people who uses iTunes. I don't care. Um, <laughs> then I'll be like, oh, okay. We got ourselves a uh, thirty minute experience here. Oh. From track one to track blank. Okay, mm-hmm. that's nice. And so like I, you know, I don't. Unless it's a concept record, which like I am, I after this record I really want to do a concept record mm-hmm. then like it's yeah yeah well that was always my like one of my things going into writing music is I want a record but also like a, secretly like a great concept record because my favorite band well if you have a gun to my head my favorite band's Rush just I'm going with it I like Prague That's what Doors I that for. way my <laughs> house <laughs> yeah, your own house yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh like oh and when I first moved to New York, I went, I had this concept idea, scratched it, another concept idea, scratch it. And then one day I just put my phone on and just played and sang. And that was the last song I played on my set tonight. And then I was like, oh. That's a marvelous song. Well, that was just like pretty much like I went back and I, you know, I etched out like a few, like the ending a little more. But like the bulk of that song was just what came out of my head in that moment. And. After that, I was like, that's how you write songs? And that, yeah. I, it was like, all, all the old songs I had were done. I don't have a concept anymore. It's just like this, I have themes that I stick to. Boom. Yeah, no, I could, no, like, I could tell that you were, that, I could tell that some of the songs that you were playing were like stream of consciousness type stuff. I just could tell. Came out, I would just listen back, like, that was a good one. And I'm like, you got, you got it. Like, you. You've not you you've you've hit the musical nail on the head. <sighs> you've hit it with yours too. Well, thank you. Isn't it so? I, it just happened recently for me, and it's so. It's nice. <clears throat> it's nice. Like feel like you just you got your formula down. Yeah. Before I was in New York, like one, I don't know anybody. Two, it's like I don't know how to write music. I don't even know if I want to play drums anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So there's a part of the brain. There, you know. I don't know if you you ever do meditation. No, I've I, never I, done meditation, but I I know it would only help every <laughs> aspect of my life. I know it would. Okay, so let me let me try and let me try and think of another experience. Um, I I I've tried meditating and I successfully have meditated, <sighs> like having like a like full meditation once, and it was I was trying to nap. I was just listening to a song, and then I came out and I was like I wasn't sleeping. Okay, but so. Do you ever, do you ever, do you ever stare into space? Do you ever? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So that part of the brain that like allows you to stare into space, mm-hmm. you know, you got other stuff in your mind. And if you're able to like, if you're able to like tune that, I guess, part of the brain to your chord progressions and all that, that's when that stream of consciousness stuff comes out, you know? That makes sense. Cause a lot, a lot of times I'll just like wake up from playing guitar and what? <clears throat> Yeah. Like, you know, you drive the same stretch of road a lot of mm-hmm. times, you'll, like, not mm-hmm. really be, like, present yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Like, the song that I play, like, Sticky Situation, mm-hmm. like, objectively speaking, that song is utter nonsense. I saw the brilliant sun come out for the fun. I walked on the Mac Black. Mac Black? Got out without a scratch. Like, it makes from like an objective like standpoint it makes no sense but i think 
what I stated earlier, the value of, of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it creates, you know, the value of sound, the value of these chords, um, it creates um, some kind of mood, it creates some kind of feeling within you, within this heart, or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's able to click it's able to it's able to it's able to if 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 it's done well enough and you allow your creativity to kind of flourish on the song then you're able to relate to the song because of certain circumstances that you have in your life mm-hmm. where you came from etc mm-hmm. uh from a song that really is like rubbish yeah like look at it from like a like That portion of Conan, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One person can look at that and say, God, what a terrible comedian that guy is. And then another guy, and then another person would say, he's very funny. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we all have our own experiences and shit, and it all takes play in everything. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but it, I guess that... Was, what was I saying? Like, was I trying to... I think I was trying to... I think I was trying to, to justify the stream of consciousness writing... Yes. Writing nonsense lyrics and all that. Also, it listening do- to uh, Marcus Ellick, Sun Kill Moon, kind of was like, wow, you can be that wordy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can get a little too much, and I don't really agree with all of his politics and, yeah. like, his assholeness, but, like, just yeah. that... Just say what's just happening in the day. Mm-hmm. I love it. Just mm-hmm. be mundane. Ugh, weird and non. Ugh, I love it. Yeah, like. So one of my heroes is Jeffrey Lewis. He's an anti folk guy hmm. in New York City, and I played with I played with him like one or two times, because I asked him. But um, <laughs> like, I've been listening to his songs since I was like sixteen years old, and like. He's amazing. He, he's able to squeeze in a lot of words within like a three or four chord progression format. And it's yeah. just, it blows my mind. Jeffrey Lewis? Jeffrey Lewis. Cool. We have homework to do. Cool. Uh, he's a very good musician. I recommend it. Um, cool. New York? Yep. Yep. What are, uh, speaking of which, since uh, Sweet Static is like a Brooklyn Northeastern DIY uh, music shit, I don't know, website, I don't know. I'd say shit for things I shouldn't say shit for. Uh, who would you, who's some of uh, your favorite New York artists right now? I was up there for a bit, but like I... I live I, a, I live a, like I said before, like I live a very hermetic mm. existence. Not many shows happening? Oh no, there are a lot of shows happening in New York City, just that I don't no. go to many of them. Oh, you don't play many? Up I, don't, when you're in I, don't, I don't go or, or I, don't, I, I don't go to many okay. um, shows. I usually go to, sh- I usually go to like, I usually listen to people who A, like I've already, like, like Jeffy Lewis, like I've been, I just stumbled upon his work mm-hmm. at an early age. Um, the Beatles and like you, random YouTube servers at 3am like 
there's that, and then there's music that like I listen to because my friends made it. Yeah. I so when you answer, so to answer your question about like who I'm listening to right now, um, listen to a lot of George Harrison. Cool. Listen to a lot of uh, Space Fiend, who's like my friend Jacob. Hmm. Uh, and uh, listen to Decisions, which is a hardcore punk band. Yep. I don't really listen. I don't really listen to hardcore punk, but like they're mm. my friends. So, like I listen to them. Cool. And um, Human People. Human People. That's, that's a good name. That's, that's a that's a group in New York City. Other than that, like okay, like I just I just like hanging out. Mm. I just like I just like listening to the music. Mm-hmm. And I like going to these shows and like saying hi to my friends. And all. Yeah, you know. I talk about the experience. I guess like I guess what what attracts me is just the musicianship. Mm-hmm. And, like just the kindness that they have and just it's attractive. Mm-hmm. Like that that you know attracts me to like be friends with them and all. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I feel you. So yeah, I don't listen. I don't, oh, that's I fine. I listen to. Uh, I never the got modern, out of the either. modern DIY indie New York City scene. I don't really listen much to. I never got out or anything either. Listen, like I, New York, I. You think, oh, this is crazy time. No, it was just me going to work and going home and going to bed and mm-hmm. then getting up and going to work and going home and going to bed. Well, before we go, because I think we're both getting pretty tired. Just getting started. Uh-huh. What's uh, what's one thing you learned in this tour that you didn't know before? You learn a lot about yourself when you're like doing this like show to show stuff, mm-hmm. and especially alone. I typically can't do long distances for tours. Or like mm. out of town shows, like three, like three to two hours is like max, I can do for like one out of town show. Mm-hmm. Anything beyond that, I start having like panic attacks. It's mm. so like for instance, like I, I booked, like for instance, like December twenty eighth, I had a show at Sy- in Syracuse, mm-hmm. New York, and like I drove like two hours and I just like, I spazzed out. I went, I, I, I went to a gas station like Windsor, New York. I was like, okay. Breathing heavy, I'm going back home. Yeah. It was like the f- it was the second time in my life that I had to cancel a show, and I felt so bummed out about it. But mm-hmm. like I learned myself, like listen, Zach. If if like you just do like shows that are like between two hours, like distance, with you know Butler, PA was like four hours. Okay. But like because I did two other shows and I was mm-hmm. just jumping from place to place, it was kind of comfortable and plus yeah. it was very scenic to drive through nice um and it's like you have an end goal like i gotta get here because uh, this is i have to get to this place yeah yeah and myself i don't that was gonna say is the drive tomorrow gonna be okay because you don't have a show to get to you're just driving yeah um it's 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 yeah it's it's gonna be a long drive but like i'm i'm fairly con- yeah i can do that all right yeah let's i'll take like a break in between and i'll drive. And it's just 80. Yeah. You just go one highway to get yeah, to 80 and it's just, just freaking straight. 80 and it's yeah. just beautiful. I yeah. mean like 
not right now. It's good. Well, I don't know what it'll look like if there'll be a lot of snow, but like, oh, if you go in the fall and shit. Mm-hmm. And, and besides, and besides, like, do you notice? Do you realize that like it's way easier to and from somewhere far away? It's harder to actually drive there. But then to drive back, it's, like, so easy. Yep. Like, it always. seems faster. Yeah, because you're going home. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. There's always a way. Even if, you're like, you're going to a friend, friend's mm-hmm. house or anywhere, like, the trip back's always easier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, so this is probably, like, the last tour, last, like, couple of shows that I'll do alone. Because, mm-hmm. like, especially, like, this these past shows, like, they've been so fun. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this stuff. Like, someone else has got to be in the passenger seat, like, experiencing this with me. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, hat, hat off to you for doing it. I don't know if I could, like, just drive and go place to place. I would be like, I gotta, I'd put someone on speakerphone. Yeah. <laughs> extremely extra. Yeah. But, like, you know, if, if you're, like, a hermit like me and you don't really. The life. You, you try to, like, you know, you keep your. You keep to yourself, and you just play guitar in your room for a very long time. Like, doesn't really, doesn't really irk you. It's it's it it it's just when you've been doing it for almost two years, and that's when it starts <laughs> making you crap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I learned. That's mm. where I learned. I definitely cool. want to tour again. Cool. I hope you do. I hope. Come I back do. here anytime. We'll get you in Pittsburgh next time. Okay. Okay. Secret Roberta. What, what is it called again? Mr. Roboto's Mr. cool. Roboto. Fresh shoe maker. Books there. He's awesome. Don't let the scene go down on me. Mm. Um, just saw a show at Howlers. I found out Howlers is like mega cheap to get shows at if you can like get a door guy and like everything mm. works out on the weekday. Um, you gotta hit up the house, the house show scene in Oakland is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. like each member that was in Birth Rates tonight has a house. I don't think each one, but like, at least two of them has a house venue. <laughs> and then, like, every band has at least in two Pittsburgh. houses. In Pittsburgh, yeah. If you, if you live in Oakland and you have a basement that remotely can fit a couple people, you, you, you got you got, a, you got a show. You got a show house. Oh, uh, Bossing Say, The Bush, No, Bloom Effect. Um, That's fucking wild. Uh, Cafe Verona, Jelly Fox. That's just five of the houses. They're all venues. Yeah, it's... Oh. Wow, okay, well... <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh's bumping right now in the DIY scene. I, I, I'm very glad to be here. It was a nice move. Oh, and it's beautiful around here. Like, I wish you could be here when it's all green and stuff. We're just in a valley, surrounded by trees. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, and when the leaves change... Top of the class, that's right, you another last. Got through the same jobs, yeah, after year. That song actually takes me back, you know. It takes me back to New York. It takes me back to the weekend I became good friends with Nick Bloom. We, we he lived in my apartment for like four days. What a if no one knows, if the listeners don't know who Nick Bloom is, you will. You soon will. <laughs> you man. will know Nick Bloom eventually. But uh, yeah, the Archimedean Point will be out. Uh, I believe I'm saying that correctly. Uh, will be out on Christmas Day. Uh, so Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. 
Actually. Happy holidays. Yeah. And happy holidays and uh, all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Zach uh, in my living room. Uh, early, early in moving back to Butler. That was uh, Listening to that was very interesting where I was at and stuff in my life. Yeah, that and, interview actually happened a good while ago, didn't it? Yeah, it happened. Oh, geez. We're uh, in December right now. That happened in last January, January or February. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so almost a year ago. Yep. And uh, he hit me up. He's like, album's coming out. I was like, let's get, let's get, let's make this happen. That'd be cool. And New York has, you know, I, I was hard to find like, you know, a lot of bands I could get into in the scene, but the music is still there. They still have such a great, great output coming out, you know, all the albums coming out of Brooklyn and New York. Yeah. And all those bands, Big Bliss, uh, Peel Dream Magazine, Stove, all incredible Brooklyn bands. I mean, Brooklyn is, I mean, Brooklyn is Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn is Brooklyn. It's going to yeah, get some pretty nothing. great shit. I think that's the problem with Brooklyn is that there's too much great shit that some of it gets overshadowed, and yeah, I'm really happy some that... Some of the best musicians in the world come out of New York, man, especially the Brooklyn area. Yeah. Yeah, and um, all these bands definitely do not... I think all the bands that we reviewed today do not deserve to be overshadowed. Very yes. good bands today. Yes. Well... Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and all the bands. I want to take a quick moment to say thanks to our host, Sweet Static. Uh, without you, uh, we couldn't do this thing, and I implore you to go check them out at sweetstatic.com. Uh, thank you to Andalusia for uh, having the backing music this time around and for the last couple episodes. Uh, I love you, David. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks to all the bands in this episode and past episodes we couldn't do without you, and you got to go check out all their band camps and whatnot, and you can find it in... Uh, just Google names. You got the internet, everybody. I could say all these links, but if you just Google it, it's what I tell my dad to do for stuff. And then um, thank you to Mike and David and Alex Vesiano, all my oh. producers and everyone helping me out, and all the listeners. Thank you guys so much. Oh, and no, thank you, Ian, for having us on your podcast. No, I got to say thank you. You know, it's the holidays, and I'm grateful for everybody. Oh, yeah, well, man. yo, Mike, what the fuck you got to say? Jeez, David. Oh, wow, David. <laughs> Put me on the sorry. Whoa. I, was trying to, I was trying to experimental approach to the segues. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a horrible segue. <laughs> That's exactly how the segue inventor died. Went oh. right off a cliff on a Segway. He's like, "What the fuck do you want, guys?" I know this is like, like, like stoner moment, but like Segways are a thing too. Segways are a physical thing. Yeah. And segway. Whoa, uh, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. They wonder, smoothly get you to the next hey, destination. Hey, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder which one came first. That's another thing. Ooh. The written one, definitely. Yeah, the definitely. The <laughs> Not one. the technological one. <laughs> well, I'm saying, do we say segue because of the segue, uh, or do we talk, so. or are segues. <sighs> Are, you know the answer to that. Definitely not. Are segways <laughs> named after segways or are segways Segway. named after segways? I don't know English major. I don't know. I'm just a welder. I don't know anything about that. But <laughs> what but, came first, but, the chicken or the egg? It's basically the question. I'm basically asking. the question. But I an answer. A question that could be answered right now is uh, how you can help us out online and find us. And Mike, I uh, believe you have the. Yeah. What the fuck? This you is the best segue ever built. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making this a physical thing right now. <laughs> it's it's a monument. <laughs> all right, all right, people. You can check out. Sweet Static or No Static at all on Instagram or go on SweetStatic.com. Um, when you're on Instagram, we want more connection. We want people to tag us in their po- like their playlist, tag us in bands that they want want us to listen to, like get to talk to. Um, you can check us out on like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else that you find podcasts. Rate and review us. Um, just put a star rating or just a little thing about the podcast. 
Um, it just helps us bump us up in the standings, helps get more people listening to us. You can tell a friend about us or do it the new fashion tank technological way. And, uh, yeah, we love you guys. Yeah, and also, if you hear music on here that you think you would enjoy beyond listening to it in this podcast, you should definitely support whatever band you think has potential in your life. Exactly. Coming and, from uh, musicians, yeah, because we, we don't make money doing the things that we love. We yeah, just honestly, do it. I, me personally as a musician, I think this goes for all of us and any musician that I am friends with. Is that we really want people to enjoy. Above all, we want people to enjoy what we do. Exactly, and, and if you enjoy it, please tell us because yeah. musicians love hearing that. It yeah. doesn't matter. And like, if you enjoy this podcast, rate, subscribe, and. Motherfucking comment on the Instagram posts. Tell yeah. us our opinion on something that's stupid. Yeah. Tell us you discovered a band that you like now because of us. That would make us feel good, right? Yeah. That'd probably be the the star compliment right there. If someone was like, "Hey, yeah, you I found us out. On yeah, I found out about this band because of you. That would make my heart feel great." You know? Yeah. Or maybe you know, book book one of the bands. Oh, that would exactly. be awesome. That'd yeah. be even book a band better. in your your city. That yeah. would be cool. You have a basement? Do you have a friend with a PA? Do you have a few friends who would hang out and drink some beers and smoke? Do we have a listener in <laughs> India right now? We yo, I was, anyone, out, please, man, yo I was checking out. I was checking out the stats, and I'm looking. I go, whoop, what is that? <laughs> a little purple dot in India, baby. Oh. Woo! Yeah. By some city I can't say. It is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hello there. Yeah, well, hello, listener from India and... All across the world, actually. How many well, how many countries are we in now? This is kind of mind blowing. We have for me. one listener in like eight different countries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting there though. But you anyway, start somewhere. I want to visit each one of you, actually, in physical form. We're gonna have to start learning how to speak another language too, or get people like r- get someone to translate everything we say in this podcast for an hour and get a translator to make it in a different language. I want I can this speak a little German, but it might get scary. I want this <laughs> entire podcast to be uh, translated into token Elvin uh, language. Elvish. Elvish. Can you imagine like three other people sitting where we're sitting doing the podcast we just did, but in a different language? You know what I'm saying? In another dimension, David. Matt lives in Germany. Let's make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great, but I don't know how to translate. Guten Tag, no static at all. Sorry, it would be (laughs) Volkswagen. And I don't want to have to. I don't. I don't want to have to transpose every single fucking thing we say in an hour. It'd be worse. (laughs) We can just get a robot and then have three people orchestrate it like as if it was a normal conversation. That'd be miserable. A miserable process for every episode. So. Hey, I mean, I don't know. He's sorry, keep on I, I, you know, I speak think, English. I, I think I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. I don't know I if people in India d- speak English too, but yes, we do. do and I'm sorry if you if, you gotta realize we're spoiled because we speak English. I know, and that's the biggest tragedy of my upbringing is not being bilingual. Exactly. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> but segues. <laughs> but segues, yeah, man. Yeah. Alright, we oh, segue and how this now. <laughs> welcome welcome to a lot of shit that's gonna get cut. We'll see you guys soon. Ian, Ian, Ian we nah. don't cut anything in this podcast. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, everybody. No sad.